truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Trump is preparing to sign an executive order aimed at curbing liability protections for social media companies. Correspondent Ben Thomas reports. The move comes after Twitter added a warning phrase to a pair of Trump tweets decrying vote-by-mail efforts. Under the tweets, there's now a link reading, Get the facts about mail-in ballots. That prompted the president to threaten social media companies with new regulation or even shuttering, tweeting, This will be a big day for social media and fairness. Administration officials say the order he's expected to sign would direct executive branch agencies to study whether they can place new rules on companies such as Twitter. Legal experts have expressed doubts that it could be done without an act of Congress. Ben Thomas, Washington. Also at townhall.com, violent protest over the death of a black man in police custody rocked a Minneapolis neighborhood for a second straight night. As crowds looted stores and set fires, the protest began after the death of George Floyd. He was seen on video gasping for breath during an arrest in which an officer kneeled on his neck for almost eight minutes. In the footage, George pleads that he cannot breathe before he slowly stops talking and moving. President Trump is offering condolences as the United States surpasses 100,000 deaths in the coronavirus pandemic. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. The president acknowledged the death toll on Twitter, saying we have just reached a very sad milestone with the coronavirus pandemic deaths reaching 100,000. To the families and friends of those who died, he extended heartfelt sympathy and love for everything that these great people stood for and represent. The president's tweet concludes with, God be with you. Greg Clugston, Washington. And on Wall Street, stocks are higher. The Dow had 142 points. The Nasdaq is up 72. More on these stories at townhall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Have you been putting off opening your retirement account statements because you're afraid of what you might see? If you were caught in the recent correction... You know that watching your savings evaporate in the market is devastating. We're the Retirement Income Store, and our message is clear. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth. There is another more conservative way to plan for income without all the risk, using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income Kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's best-selling book, 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176 now. It's our 1K giveaway for Father's Day. You could win $1,000 for Dad. That'll go nicely with that T-shirt or tie, maybe that ball cap you're getting them. Really uh, make for a blessed Father's Day for sure. You can register once a day, every day. Just visit freedom1570.com for all the details. This afternoon, partly cloudy skies should see a high upper 70s to around 80. 50 overnight tonight, sunshine at around 70 for your Friday. Like It Matters Radio is next here on Freedom 1570. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body, and we don't know how it works. We were born into it. But, man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, 
be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Weekdays at 11 a.m. here on Freedom 1570. The stock market is tanking. Unemployment will likely reach an all-time high. Experts are saying the worst is yet to come, but what we need now is a solution. We have Colin Plume, president of Noble Gold, for some advice. What can Americans do now to prepare for a financially secure future? It's time to invest in assets that are sure to maintain value through any economic disaster, such as gold, silver, and other precious metals. Holding shares in companies that might not be there next year doesn't make any sense to me. And the markets are made up of hundreds of companies just like this. Take a look at the Dow Jones from 20. Five years ago. There are less than a handful of companies that have survived the test of time, such as Kodak and Westinghouse. But the precious metals market is not only surviving, it's thriving. That's encouraging, Colin. But how do our listeners, especially ones without financial savvy, explore the best strategies for their specific needs? And do we even have gold left? I heard there's a shortage. We have helped thousands secure their investment and ready to help more. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about Memorial Mind. Memorial Mind. You know, on Monday, uh, we celebrated Memorial Day. And Memorial Day is all about remembering it's all about recalling. It's all about recollecting. It's all about reminding us about the people who pay the ultimate sacrifice. There is no greater love, the Bible says, than to lay down your life for a friend. And Memorial Day is all about remembering those in service of our country, those who have put the ultimate uh, thing on the line, which is their life, Amen. their ability to live, to breathe, to see their family. And so that's why we celebrate Memorial Day every single year. We, I think we've seemed to lost uh, some of the belief in what a great country we're. We're a flawed country. We're a broken country. Uh, we have, uh, we've done a lot of things wrong, but we've done far more things right. Uh, and so that's why we celebrate Memorial Day. But the reason I want to talk about today about the Memorial Mind is because, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are creatures who really, our life comes down to this simple concept. What do we do with our past? What do we do with our past? We all have a past. And the way we remember it really matters. See, we live life one time. But then it's codified. It's codified, our experience is codified in the five portals of entry, right? If you take a look at any memory you have, they're all stored in the five portals of entry, right? We, we have this thing called life. Uh, it's an experiential process. And, and there are five portals of entry into this process. You know what I'm talking about? We see things. Uh, we hear things or say things. We feel things either tactilely or emotionally. We smell things. 
and we taste things. So you got the five senses, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, olfactory, and gustatory. And every single memory you have is stored in one or all five of those senses. And so I want to, before we get into the meat of the show, I, I want to address my, my fr- friends and my brothers and sisters uh, there in Minneapolis. My heart goes out to you. And first of all, I want to address the family of uh, George Floyd. My heart, I can't even imagine what the family must be going through. Um, just stunning. Uh, to see that video uh, of those police officers and uh, what they did to Mr. Floyd. And this is why I hate the divisiveness of making this a black or white issue. That's a living, breathing human being. Uh, I don't care if that person was purple, if George Floyd was purple. No living, we can't treat animals that way. I wouldn't treat an animal that way. Uh, And one of the things I've, you know, I have four kids. My youngest is uh, five years old and my oldest is 23 years old. Uh, One thing I teach my kids early on is that you you help those that can't help themselves. Uh, And one of the worst traits and the human being's uh, um, category of traits, if you will, is basically hurting someone that can't defend themselves. So for me, it's animals. To ever see one of my children being mean to an animal, defenseless creature, whether it be a cat or a dog, uh, is a worse trait. If you look at some of the worst traits in the world, someone who will abuse animals uh, is a precursor uh, for many psychosis, for many other traumas or dramas that this person can put onto other people. Uh, it is a preliminary for a lot of bad things. Uh, that's why I'm so adamant about uh, being pro-life. You have a child in that womb that didn't choose for the parents to copulate and have you know intercourse and create that child. So that child had no choice. There's no freedom of choice. That child had no choice of being created in the womb. And then that child has no choice on whether that mother uh, is going to allow it to live or, or kill it in the womb. You talk about a defenseless creature, living in the womb of another creature is about as defenseless as you can get. And that's why it rips my soul out to see that. I have been harassed by cops, never been killed, never been physically harmed, been mentally and emotionally uh, scarred and threatened and all that. But uh, it rips my soul out. And then people want to use this to their own political gain. And this is what people don't get. And today we're going to talk about that. Because I used to say that leaders remember. Well, here's the problem. We remember a lot of things we should forget. We remember all the insults that were given to us. We remember all the times we were put down. We remember all the times we weren't valued. We remember all the times. Matter of fact, if you look at any of these mass killings, these people that, that slaughter innocent people by the dozens, by, you know, I'm just picking them off like Las Vegas from a, you know, 30-story building with a, with a shotgun. Uh, if you read after they're dead, after they get killed and they've killed a lot of people, they have this manifesto. They have this record of wrong, this pound of flesh. All the things that were done to them that they kept track of and it's building and it's brewing and it's stewing. Uh, and then they snap. Stuff, 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 snap. That's the pattern. Stuff, 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 snap. That's the pattern. And so I used to say leaders remember, but we all remember. It's part of the human experience. But it changed over the, the last 20 years to leaders remember the right things. Leaders remember the right things. And that's the key. And I'm going to tell you right now, I do not know the mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Frey, I guess is his name. But to this guy to not remember 
the racial history of this country, if this man to not remember how a leader's words have impact, for him to say, quote, that George Floyd would be alive today if he were white, how irresponsible of a statement of that. How do you know that? How does, how does this Mr. Frey know that these cops were racist, that they woke up that day thinking that they were going to kill a black person, that uh, if this person was white, I tell you, looking at that guy, that Derek Chauvin, when I saw this guy leaning on his throat with his hands in his pocket all casually, and then the other cop standing right by him not doing anything to defend, I wanted to... If I would have been on the sideline, I would have been arrested because I would have jumped in there. I would have said something. I would have jumped in there and attempted to pull that guy's knee off his throat. That's why, you know, I don't fit in with a lot of groups. And so I'm going to tell you right now, my heart goes out uh, to to the city of Minneapolis, uh, to George Floyd's uh, family. Nobody should be treated like that, no matter what the color of the skin, no matter what they did. Nobody should be treated like that. And so I want you, we got to remember this is what we're talking about today. We've got to remember that our actions uh, affect other people. And we've got to remember that we shouldn't take a crisis and use it for our own ill-gotten gain, whether you're a politician or a thug or some guy, person on the street that thinks this is a great time to steal from Target. This is a great time to shoplift. This is a great time to, to beat up other people. This is a great time to be mean and nasty. So, ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about remembering because my background is in neurolinguistic programming, and NLP is all about how we do things. And so today I want to talk about this thing called NLP and how we do things, how we take our memories and how we do something, how we take the perceptual positions, the three ways to see anything, everything else, self, others, and overview, and how it affects us. And I want to go into depth about frames. The frame we put around something gives it such meaning. I keep saying this over and over and over, and today I'm going to break it down more, that no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. That's the key you got to get. you got to get we don't respond to reality. We respond to our map of reality. In other words, you're not responding to what's going on. You're responding to your perception of what's going on. And that's a much, much different thing. So I am Mr. Black. Today we are talking about Memorial Mind, and I will be back in three minutes. Thanks, brother. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. 
And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Here is your class valedictorian. You want your child to succeed at every level in life. To succeed, they need a solid foundation. Your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of Christ-inspired principles to create that foundation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private Christian school for 50% off their first year. For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Top-tier hosts, challenging callers, and thoughtful discussion is just a tap away with our free app. Simply search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store, and in moments, you'll hear the best in talk radio. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And yeah, like uh, Winston Churchill said, boy, there's, this is an important time. This is a really important time. I think there's a lot right down the line. And each of us will be held to account for our words, for our actions, for our lack of actions, for our lack of words. Uh, man, it, it's critical time. It is no time to be on the sidelines. And I don't mean like what's happening in Minneapolis, where you got a whole bunch of people just wanting to take advantage of so, a death of this man who, who should be with his family right now, not dead. Uh, to take advantage of that, to, to steal stuff, to, to beat up on cops, to take out their frustration, anger. It's just, it's, we're better than this. Uh, and I don't know about you, but man, I, I'm looking at America uh, and uh, I'm shaking my head a lot because we're better than this. We're so much better as a people. We're so much better as a country. We're so much better as supposedly a large chunk of this country supposedly walks with the God of the Bible. Uh, and yet there's very little evidence. And so today we're talking about Memorial Mind because you got to realize, ladies and gentlemen, we all have a past. And I really believe that one of the defining factors in our life 
is what do we do with our past? What do we remember and how do we remember it? Because we experience life one time, one time, and then it's codified. It's stored in things that we call memories. And there are five components, a maximum of five components to any memory. It's what you saw. It's what you heard. It's what you experience, whether tactilely through physical touch or through emotional touch. It's what you smelt and what you tasted. That is the only way that any experience can be codified. If I was to have you right now consider any memory from your past, and if I put you back in that memory and had you recall it, recollect it, to remember it, then you would re-experience it. Because to replay something, to remember something, is to put it back together. That's what the word means. Don't you see it? To re, that means again, and member. You know member, right? When you put Mr. Potato Head together, you put on his members, right? You know, our members are our arms and our legs, right? Mr. Potato Head, you take that potato body and you put arms on him, you put legs on him, you put a head on him, you put a hat on him, you put eyeglasses on him, you put a nose on him. What you're doing every time you put back together Mr. Potato Head, you are remembering him. You got to get this. And why do we do this? Because everything we do or don't do is driven by how we remember things. See, today's word of the day is cybernetics. Cybernetics. That's an interesting word, right? Uh, and here's the technical definition. is science which involves studying the way electronic machines and human brains work and developing machines that do things or think like people. Here's another definition. The branch of science concerned with control systems in electronic and mechanical devices and the extent to which useful comparisons can be made between man-made and biological systems. Or how about this definition? The science of communications and automatic control systems in both machines and living things. In my background, uh, I'm a master practitioner of NLP, and that's why in this, this radio show, it's not opinion. Of course, my opinion is wrapped into this stuff, but it's an educated opinion. It's based on the frame of what I'm teaching you. And so my background is in neuro-linguistic programming. It is the instruction manual for the human experience. It is the patterns. You know, as I'm putting together this uh, nonprofit, I'm doing Like It Matters, the nonprofit, I'm putting together this program to deal with the, the mental health crisis uh, in, in our country. Uh, I, I'm looking out to reach out to some epidemiologists. Epidemiologists are ones that look at patterns in the community how disease affects them, what causes disease, what are the impacts of disease. So don't you hear? It's patterns. Cyber, uh, cyber, uh, cybernetics is about patterns. NLP is about patterns. Once you understand this, then you can start seeing things. My little boy, Benaya, he can identify patterns really easy. He's always been a button pusher. And so he'll push a button. He didn't push buttons just for the sake of pushing buttons, though. I, I watch how his brain processed. What he would do, he would push a button to see what the cause and effect was. If I press this button, what happens? And so he would see the pattern. He would be watching what happened. This created A begets B, and then B begets C, and then C begets D. It is the identification of patterns. Because Einstein said it best, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That's just crazy. Wrong button. 
That's right. And so the flip side of Einstein's coin that a lot of people don't understand is this. If you don't like the results, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. But in order to do that, we must remember the past and then frame it in a way that allows us to be more successful. So today we're going to go into the perceptual positions, that there are three ways we see information to understand the pattern there. Today we're going to go into in-depth about frames and how nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring in clips from the real world. So you can see this is not just um, psychological garbage. This is not just about mumbo-jumbo of the unconscious mind and a little psychic talk. This is the reality. This is the patterns of how we do things. Whether you're a police officer, whether you're a husband or wife, whether you're a single parent, it doesn't matter. This is how you work. That's my background in NLP. That's what people who study cybernetics do. That's what epidemiologists do. They look at patterns that have been in the past to remember, to put it back together and say this pattern causes this. So if you don't like the result, change the approach. As you change the approach, you change the results. So let's give you a couple of real life situations. So, you know, we have part of this epidemic that we have, this pandemic, whatever you want to call it, uh, called COVID-19, it's brought a lot of things to our attention. The system was broke. There's a lot of, it showed that a lot of systems were broke. We were not prepared for a pandemic. It wasn't uh, uh, Donald Trump's fault. You can go back to many administrations before him. You can go back to what Obama's people did and weren't prepared for. But this is not about blame right now. This is just about the reality. And so one thing we've noticed through this whole thing is that we're too dependent on the world. Uh, You know, you got the left wants to make us global, you know, globalization. And we are the world. You know, America is nothing more than one country out of, what, 180, whatever it is, countries out there that we have no more value, that, you know, we are the world. And what it realizes is that's not the right way of thinking. We've become dependent now on China. 90-some percent of all of our antibiotics come from China. They're our enemy. They want to destroy us. They want to suppress us. Why would we be dependent on an enemy for 98% of our antibiotics? And 80% of our pharmaceutical-grade products come from China. Why does that matter? Let's go ahead and play clip number one, please. One minute I have left. There are two things I want to talk to you about. Number one, reports of China actually uh, hacking computers of those companies <laughs> that are working on the vaccine. Is there truth to that? Yeah, you, you're getting me really angry here because uh, it, not only <laughs> did they spawn the virus, hide the virus, vacuum up all the PP in the world and profiteer from the virus, now their hackers, government hackers, are going in and trying to steal the intellectual property of vaccine developers after they signed a trade deal on January 15th saying, hey, okay. we're not going to steal any more intellectual property. You bet. The FBI well, you can't believe warnings it. Okay. to this country. Now this is really, this is going to, Peter, this, this is, is going to finish you. Uh, PETA is now saying <laughs> that not. the Asian wet markets are still yeah. selling bats yeah. and monkeys. Yeah. What are we going to do about that? Yeah. Uh, pasta or rice with that. That's Peter Navarro. He's a trade representative. He's the consultant of the White House. You know, this is where we got, we, we, this pandemic exposed some things. And see, we have the ability to do that. When we're in any crisis, 
what we can do is we can take a look at that crisis and then take a look back to remember the patterns that got us into this mess. And so the reason I brought that clip up is because we can see the patterns. We can see what's going on in the world and how China's been playing us for years. Uh, You know, the White House plans to cancel visas for thousands of Chinese graduate students affiliated with Chinese universities. Did you know Chinese students make up the largest percentage of international students in the U.S. and American universities? The visa cancellation could affect 3,000 of the approximately 360,000 Chinese students. There are 360,000 Chinese students uh, going to school here in the U.S. And a, a part of them, the government believes, are basically spies, are, are working with the Chinese government uh, uh, to, to get intelligence from us. And so, again, it's understanding that in any crisis... We're dealing with remembering, how did we get to this point? What are the lessons to learn? What's the old saying? If we don't learn from the past, we're doomed to repeat it. That's why the way we remember things is so important. And we've got to do our best to remember them as accurately as possible, understanding that we're all prejudiced. We all have bias. The human condition, and that's why later we're going to go into frames. And that's why it's important to have perceptual positions. What's lacking in today's world uh, is not, uh, you know, more Democrats or more Trump supporters. What's lacking in today's world is understanding. If I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, does it make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship? And what we need in America, what we need in our families, what we need in our communities, what we need in Minneapolis, what we need in Dallas-Fort Worth is understanding so that we can start healing and start coming together again as one great nation, as living, breathing human beings that have a common foundation. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be back in three minutes. Listen to me very carefully. I'll be back. This is serious stuff. We believe you're messing up America. You could pay attention for a couple of minutes. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that back over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. 
we deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers here's what business owner ken johnson had to say about the impact like it matters leadership awakening had on his employees since then they have been on fire they have been committed as a team absolutely changed they are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. needs now is love sweet love i am mr black and no i'm not going to uh, sing to you because you would hang up this uh, you would turn off this radio show pretty quick uh but you know burr Bacharach was correct what the world needs now is love and love is a verb ladies and gentlemen it, it's not a feeling uh for god so loved the world he did something about it you know we just celebrated memorial day for these men and women so love their country they do something about it you know, I, I do a lot of things for my wife, a lot of things I don't really want to do, but I do them because I love her, because I love my wife, uh, so I do something about it. Those of you that have kids, you know this, that, man, it's one of the toughest jobs in the world. There's no more guilt-ridden job in the world than being a parent. And yet we do things that do hurt us more than it hurts them. Why? Because love is a verb. For you so love your kids, you do something about it. For you so love your job, you do something about it. For you so love your country, you do something about it. For you so love mankind, you do something about it. For I so love my brother Dave that I do something about it. For I so love my friend John, I do something about it. Don't you hear it? We're not what we feel, people. We're wrapped up in this feelings world that no longer our mindset matters. It just matters what we feel. If you feel that Donald Trump is an existential threat to America, then you could do illegal stuff. You can spy on people. You can break the Constitution. You can break laws. You can punch people with red hats. You can disown people on Facebook. You can make sure they never make another dollar in their lifetime. Isn't it amazing how we can justify anything? Why? Because leaders remember. And unless you get in the driver's seat, you're going to remember all the wrong things. Because our emotions will dictate too much. I teach emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the right emotion, the right intensity, at the right time, for the right reason, direct toward the right person in the right way. This is not easy. It's like seeing the, uh, the, the pain and hurt in Minneapolis. You've got this family, uh, just brisk my heart, the Floyd family, who are grieving. 
who lost a son, I don't care what the color of his skin was, and that there are other people that are going out there and taking this family's loss and using it for their own political gain. Man, the, the mayor of Minneapolis should resign. People like that who stoke racial hatred, who say inflammatory things like if, if, if George Floyd was white, he'd be alive today. Oh, my gosh. Whether that's true or not, which prove is true, why would you say something so mean and nasty that's just going to elicit more anger, more hatred, more violence? That is just irresponsible. And at some point, our politicians see, but here's the problem. Americans, we don't remember that. We don't remember that. That was the whole thing about uh, Joe Biden telling Charlemagne the God, you know, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black. And what Charlemagne the God said basically is, listen, we remember. That's what he said. We remember. We remember that the only time the Democratic Party cares about uh, people of color is at election time is that when they want us to go to the polls and punch a ticket, and then they seem to forget who their black constituents are. But boy, around election time, they change their lingo, they talk in Southern drawl, they change the words they use. Hillary Clinton's done it. Al Gore's done it. There's audio all over there. Uh, Joe Biden does it. He starts using contractions that he wouldn't normally use, starts speaking in a slang that someone uh, called a little bit degrading, a little bit racist. But they get passes. Why? Because many people of color have been told all their life, it's been programmed, that the Democratic Party's for us, the Democrats, and it's one of the biggest lies out there. It was the Republican Party that freed the slaves. I mean, you know, Abraham Lincoln was the first Republican. It was the Republican Party that was in power that w- when women got the right to vote, who passed the women's suffrage movement. Look at all the Democratic senators and congressmen that were head of the Ku Klux Klan, Robert Byrd, Grandmaster, uh, and people don't even seem to think about it. I mean, how long was he in office? See, we remember. And one thing I realize is I teach people how they work. Yeah, it might be a little uncomfortable, but sometimes we got to get a little uncomfortable. I was listening to a a former NFL player on Fox News, a, a person of color, And he was talking about, you know, how are we going to get through this racial mess? And he says, well, we're going to have to have some conversations and they're going to have to, we're going to have to be willing to be uncomfortable. And here's the problem. Both sides need to be uncomfortable. When most people say that, they're talking about the other side, the side they don't agree with being uncomfortable. But this is where we all got to get a little uncomfortable. We got to have some conversations. There are prejudices and biases. I don't think any one skin color owns prejudice. I know a lot of people of color who, who hate white people, who think every white person got everything handed to them. That's a very prejudiced statement. A lot of people, I mean, right now, Joe Biden can only pick a black woman. Talk about as, as racist as you can get. The only people that could be his vice president is someone who's a woman and someone who's black. I thought we're supposed to pick people based on the content of their character, Dr. King says. Not by the color of their skin. Not by what bathroom they use. Not by who they share their bed with. I thought we're all about equal treatment, equal rights, equal opportunity. And one thing I learned a long time ago, it's called HR 101. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. You got to get this. Just like an an animal knows that. When I come home, my little cat Susan, she comes, as soon as she sees me, she jumps up on the cat tower and starts meowing. You know why? Because one of my things I do when I get home is I take little kitty treats 
I go over to the cat tower, and I put a handful of them on the cat tower, and then she jumps up there, and she gets her key treats, and I pet her, and she purrs. She remembers any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. So after doing that for a little while, now as soon as I come home, you know what she does? She runs over the cat tower, gets up there, starts meowing. And if I forget to give her treats, that reminds me, oh, I'm supposed to give her treats. Because even an animal knows a pattern. Any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. And so what I'm going to talk about now for the next two segments is two things, perceptual positions and maps of reality. Because these are things I use in NLP. These are things I use to, to help people when I counsel them, when I do psychotherapy. There are three ways to see any situation, first, second, and third position, self, others, and overview. And I want to give you a real-life example. Uh, I, I love watching cop shows. I watch, w- love watching Dateline and CSI, Forensic Files. Because I love logic. I love to see how patterns play out. And so we're going to play a clip for you uh, from Dateline. And we'll explain it after we listen to the clip. Go ahead and play clip number two. On February 17th. And it turns out it was Santa Clarita, which is 50 miles north of where Chris lived. Why would Chris be in Santa Clarita? Well, that's what I wanted to know. Digging through the reports, Larry found information about Chris's dad that he was in construction, and that in 2000 and 2001, he had a job site in Santa Clarita. You can't tell now, but back in 2001, this was a major construction site. Now, Chris had told police that he did not work for his dad that winter, that he was on unemployment. But Larry saw some big cash deposits going into Chris's bank account in addition to his unemployment checks. So he thought that Chris might have been working for his dad off the books. And Larry came up here to ask around. And they told you that it was Chris's father's construction company? Chris's father did some of the tractor work at that site. And Chris worked there? And Chris was one of the tractor drivers that the superintendent said was there every day. Is this where you thought to yourself, that's where Lindsay Eklund is? I thought chances are excellent that if I killed Lindsay and I was in Chris McCamus's situation and I had use of a tractor out in the middle of nowhere... Um, I might use that tractor to dig a hole to put her in. See, that's what a perceptual position is. I keep talking about what's lacking in this world is understanding. What's lacking in America is understanding. Uh, People can't understand how someone who follows the God of the Bible can vote for Donald Trump, who says some nasty things. Well, it's easy. Where else are we going to go? He supports our rights to believe in our God. Uh, He's done more for the pro-life movement, more for the country of Israel. And the Bible tells us that if you bless Israel, uh, you will be blessed. And so that's why. But you got to have understanding. And if you understand, it's not because someone's racist. I'm not racist. I help everybody. I see a need, I meet a need. And yet I'm one of those uneducated white guys. And yet I got people call me doctor. I got people call me professor. I got more knowledge in my head. I put my knowledge up against any Ph.D. in the field of psychology. I've done it for 30 years. I know how people work. And so you got to realize what happened is there's three perceptual positions. First position is self. We see things from our eyes, our map of reality. The problem is that most people get stuck there. And if you get stuck there, that's called ego. There's second position. It's called others. That's the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. That's the ability to step into their experience. 
You know why I'm so good at helping people? Because I put on people's pain. I walk in their pain. And that's what this 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 guy Larry, who's the lead detective, what he did is he stepped into the, the criminal's shoes. We call it psychiatric profiling. Psychiatric profiling. There's profiles out there that they basically put on step in the shoes of a killer to see what would the traits of this killer be. They go what this person has done, what this criminal has done, and then they put that on, they step into it, and then they start seeing his pattern of thought. This is what we can do, not to solve a crime, but to solve a human condition, to connect with people. But you can't get stuck in second position either, because then you're a sucker. Everybody else is right and you're wrong. It's third position is what's called overview. It's like watching your interaction with another person on a videotape, on a, on a DVD. And the reason why we got to be able to move in and out of these three positions, because if you stick, get stuck in first position, it's ego. You get stuck in second position, it's, uh, it's sucker. And if you get stuck in third position, you're dissociated. You're emotionally detached. So part of understanding other people is to get out of our own memory modeling someone else's moccasins. And that's why when I walk in the shoes of George Floyd, when I walk in the shoes of his family, it rips my soul out. No human being, no animal should be treated like that. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today we're talking about Memorial Mine, and we'll be back in three minutes. the stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion our daily choices matter more and they are more consequential times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes a deeper understanding a bigger picture so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior, daily devotional, is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior, daily devotional, and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. From your first sunrise to the sunset of life, we are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Visit socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. 
When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Who am I? I don't know. I know who I am. I'm a dude laying a dude disguised as another dude. Silence. <laughs> I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction of Like It Matters Radio. And I want to thank you for investing an hour of your time. You know, there's a lot on the radio, there's a lot on TV. But this radio show is all about teaching you how you work, inspirational, educational, and applicational. Why? So you can be more effective. You've got to realize that our, our choices affect everybody else. You know, this terrible situation with uh, George Floyd, this man who was brutalized, who was basically murdered by people who were supposed to be protecting him. Uh, I believe all four of those officers uh, should be arrested. I mean, I saw the one officer just watching, the, you know, your accomplice. You're accomplished. You're not doing anything about it. The guy's killing another guy right there to just rip my soul out. What? But then you got irresponsible people like Gail King, who says all black men are dying by white people. And then you got Ice T says at some point we're going to come back and we're going to start fighting back. Those are so inflammatory. Those are so wrong. I mean, it's the frame that you look through things that gives it meaning. Nobody responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. Why? Because of our past. We remember. That's what the word remember means. It puts backs together. And see, my background is neuro-linguistic programming. And one of the key parts of neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, is NLP is all about remembering. We experience life one time, and then it's codified. And NLP allows me to do content-free therapy. I don't need to know who was molested, who was abused. All I need to know is how do you have it codified? How do you have it stored in the modalities of visual, auditory, kinesthetic? How do you have it stored in the sub-modalities? Because each one of those modalities, visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, manifests itself in a certain way. And so it doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we remember it. How we put it back together. I mean, you know, for the longest time, the Jewish people, there's something called the Shema. The Shema. And the Shema is all about remembering. And every morning and every night they were to read it. It's in, I think it's Deuteronomy 6. I think it's 4 through 9. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. Don't you hear? God's telling us to remember them. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk to them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. So shall you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and your gates. Don't you hear what God's saying? 
He's saying, I want you to remember. That's what he's saying. One of my favorite books in the Bible is the book of Deuteronomy. It's a book about remembrance. Matter of fact, I think it's 16 times, I think, is the number. In Deuteronomy, the word remember or remembrance appears. Do you know in the Bible, it's over 320 times in some form or some tense. The Bible says to remember. It's a book of remembrance. Just like the, there's over 365 times that the book says, do not fear. And almost as many times it says to remember. Don't you hear what our good fathers want to tell us? It really matters how you put things back together. Deuteronomy chapter 8, the heading on the, in the English Standard Version is remember the Lord your God. It doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how do we remember it. Why? Because the way you remember things puts frames around it. If you're told all your life that white people hate black people and that you're going to be treated unfairly by the man, by the systems against you, you'll never get it. Then how do you think you're going to treat? You're going to have people like Gail King who thinks everything's about race. You're going to have people like Colin Kaepernick who thinks everything's about race. People like Ice-T that think everything's about race. Well, how about Mississippi pastor says church was burned down to shame us for worshiping together. The pastor of the First Pentecostal Church of Holy Springs in Mississippi said his church was destroyed because the congregants wanted to worship in person amid coronavirus restrictions. He said, quote, I never thought in America I'd experience what it was like for armed policemen to hand me an official government document ordering our community of faithless, uh, faithful to cease and desist. And then after getting in this legal battle with the city to reopen the house, the pastor said someone burned down our church, leaving only a smoldering mass of debris in our dreams and graffiti trying to shame us for worshiping together in our church. And the graffiti message read, I bet you stay home now, you hypocrites. With a K, couldn't even spell hypocrites right. Now that was a white pastor in a white church. But notice we don't hear anything about it. If that was a black pastor or a black church, you know about it. How about that in the nursing home in New York? Did you see that? Or is it Michigan? Where you had this old white guy being pummeled by a black kid. Could you imagine if that was reversed? If that was a, a white guy beating up an elderly black person? I mean, you don't you see? It doesn't matter what reality is. It's how we frame it. And people frame things all the time. If you think Donald Trump is evil, then that justifies you doing bad things. And police officers frame things. Human beings frame things. If you like me, you're going to hear things different than if you don't like me. Let's go ahead and play clip number three, please. They zeroed in on Steve DeMarker right from the very beginning. Robertson said detectives should have taken a much closer look at another man in Carol's life. Jim Knapp. The man who lived in the guest house and showed up at the crime scene within minutes of the officers and who was the first person to point the finger at Steve. The fact that law enforcement viewed him in a different way that they viewed Steve DeMarker, that they saw Jim Knapp as a friendly witness and they see Steve DeMarker as a suspect, frames the way that they investigate. So anything having to do with Jim Knapp becomes excusable explained it's it's just not something you have to worry about because he's not our guy and yet look for example at these crime scene photos of carol's kitchen counter 
the magazine was sitting on it and slipped inside between the pages were some financial documents that were printed the very day Carol was murdered. That became really important because his thumbprint is on those financial documents. What was Jim Knapp doing with those documents? And something else, perhaps very significant. There was blood on the doorknob of the door that led from the main house into the backyard garage. The blood became evidence item number 805, collected days after Carol's death. And whose DNA was mixed with Carol's blood? Jim Knapp's DNA. What? See, here's what happened. This guy, Jim Knapp, someone's murdered. And so as soon as uh, the police show up, this guy who's in the guest house goes up to police and wants to help out and says, you know, you should really pay attention to her ex-husband because he was an SOB. And so here Jim Knapp's the one that did it. He wound up killing himself a week or two later. Uh, <laughs> but they wouldn't look at anything with Jim Knapp. They looked at the husband because they got their frame around this is the guy. Because if you know anything about violence, when one spouse dies, the, for, one of the biggest persons to go to is the spouse. And a lot of times it's actually the spouse who had something to do with it. And so now both of these guys are white. So, but if one of them would have been black and one of them would have been white, the whole thing would have been framed in black and white. Even though it had nothing, people do this all the time. We're, we're flawed human beings. This is why you saw this thing about Twitter. You know, Twitter's fact-checking now. And so, so Donald Trump says that there's voter fraud in mail-in votes. It is true. And the difference between people whose absentee ballot or whatever, some of you don't know it, there are some states like Nevada, like uh, New York, that what they're going to do is send out a ballot to every single person that lives in that state that's of voting age. See, that's different. So you're going to have millions of ballots sitting around. They don't know if these people are voting rolls or not. They, there's ways to take people off voting rolls, but the Democrats won't let you do it. And so there's going to be millions of ballots laying around. There's no way to confirm them. If you can copy money, have you ever went to a store to pay with money and they got to make sure it's not copied? There's codes on there. There's fancy paper. If they can copy money, you don't think someone can go out and copy uh, a ballot? It's pretty simple. And yet, to say that there's voter fraud, and there's documented proof of voter fraud, but because Twitter is liberal and Democrat and they want Biden to win, they say, well, he said that there's voter fraud in Mellon. That's not true. And so you got to get this. And so now, Jack Dorsey has said, we'll decide what's fact or not. And so now he pits some guy uh, to decide what's fact on CNN and Washington Post. Both people who trash the president, who've lied about the president, who are liberals, who call him names, who think that all his followers are Nazis. They're going to be the ones deciding what's true and what's not true. You don't see the frame there? And so what you got to realize is this is not picking on someone. This is not making stuff up. This is how we work. We put frames around things. In NLP, that's what it's called. The frame is the way in which a thing is put together, an established order to shape or to form. Frames give meanings to words and experience. Frames change our internal representation. The meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. Nothing in the world has any meaning. How we feel about something and what we do is what matters. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction. 
Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lion at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Ringing Liberty at... 